Jamari for three and the win. Yeah! He got it. for the Houston Rockets that they took on Orlando Magic in Orlando in the first game of the season. And unfortunately, it kind of went like most games that went the last few seasons as the Rockets went down. And went down big, 116 to 86, lost by 30 points in opening night. Uh, the Rockets could just never really get it going last night. Uh, this is the phase two we all been hearing about all off season for the Houston Rockets, as they we all know by now they brought in uh, several new players, including Dylan Brooks and Fred VanVleet, were the two major players that they brought in, along with rookies Amin Thompson and Cam Whitmore. Um, but unfortunately, <clears throat> last night game was very disjointed. The Rockets never could get into the game. They only had one lead the entire game. That was at 6-3 in the first quarter and didn't lead again after that point. They struggled for most of the first half. Um, they were down by, <clears throat> excuse me, 11 points at halftime, which was pretty remarkable considering that they couldn't make a shot and they couldn't rebound the entire game. Um, also, we get into the second half, third quarter. The Rocks were still struggling, but they eventually finally started to get their footing and actually got within one point around the seven-minute mark after Fred Van Lee hit his second three-pointer um, within a, a couple of minutes span and got the, the game down to 63-62. Um, but after that, the Orlando Magic just completely took over. The Rockets actually got the defense rebound with a chance to take the lead for the first time since the first quarter. And then Alperen Shangun turned it over, and then the floodgates opened up after that as Orlando went on a 24-7 run to end the quarter, which pretty much put the game out of reach. They were down by 18 after three, and they never got – any closer after that, they end up, like I said, losing 116-86. And I want to get a quick recap of the game and three reasons why the Rockets actually lost this game. Uh, another thing I want to do today, of course, we had our contest that we've been running the last several days. To, and the contest was whoever came closest to guessing uh, the total for Fred Van Lee and Jalen Green in the first game will win $50. Um, so... We were definitely excited about that contest. Um, we didn't think that the to total was going to be so low. Um, we actually put in the post that if you go over, it, it doesn't count. But since everybody went over, because I don't think anybody guessed that the total would be 24, um, we're just going to give it to the closest person that went over, but it was still closest with their total. We'll announce that at the end of the show, so make sure you stick around for that. And we also, of course, will be reaching out to this person if they're not happen to be watching at this time. We will send you out a message and definitely get your info so we can get you over your money that you won. So at least that's one positive for one Rockets fan last night. But again, we're going to be going over the top three reasons I think that the Rockets lost last night game. It was many reasons. When you lose by 30, there's a lot of reasons why you lost the game. But these are the three reasons that stuck, uh, uh, stood out for me when I was watching the game and then I rewatched it again um, this morning. So here are the three reasons why I believe that the Rockets lost the game. And the number one reason to me is Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. These were your two um, top three picks um, the last couple of seasons. These are the guys that you're expecting to take that next big step. And I like the Orlando Magic have a bunch of veteran players, and they've been there, done that. They are pretty much in the same boat as the Houston Rock with Franz Wagner, of course, Paulo Bancaro. Um, Bancaro had a so-so eh, game. He didn't really do anything special, um, but they did enough to where they helped their team win. Uh, they weren't lining up from the field, those two players, but they did combine for 31 points um, because they were able to get to the free throw line. Jabari Smith and Jalen Green, um, 
different story for those two. Um, as last night, they only combined to shoot five for 19 from the field. Um, they only combined for uh, Jalen Green had 10 points, seven points for Jabari Smith, 17 points. That's just not going to get it done when you have drafted these two guys extremely high. Um, they were your top picks. They're the guys along, of course, with the veterans. But So one thing about Fred VanVleet, just to keep in mind, he's not going to be a high-scoring type of player. He's going to be the type of player that's going to get you consistent points, but he's not going to go out there and give you 30, 35 points a game. He's not James Harden. He's not those type of players. So you need players like Jalen Green, Jabari Smith to step up and to actually give you more than 17 combined points. That's just not going to get a gun. Just keep in mind that Cole Anthony outscored both Jalen Green and Jabari Smith, and Cole Anthony didn't even start the game. It was actually Jalen Suggs for them last night. So that's just something that has to improve. You have to get more from those, from those two players, um, especially going forward. Uh, Jalen Green just wasn't aggressive. Jabari Smith, um, this is actually the third straight game against Orlando uh, since being drafted that he struggled. And we all know that he has a chip on his shoulder about Orlando not drafting him and drafting Paulo Bancari instead. So I don't know if he's just pressing in these games, but that's the third game against Orlando that he has struggled. And that's something that, Hopefully we see a change come up against the San Antonio Spurs on Friday. But if you're only getting 17 points from your number two and your number three picks the last couple of seasons, it's going to be hard for you to win any game. I don't care um, what else you do in the other major statistical categories, which, by the way, weren't good. And that's actually our number two reason why the Rockets lost. They were the number one rebounding team last season. That was one of the biggest surprises with anything. As much as they struggled, they were still the number one rebounding team, which we all know, yes, it helps having big guys underneath uh, when you're trying to get the rebounds. But rebound is really about effort. And that's something that the Rockets at least did give them on the, on the rebounding side last season. This season, to start <laughs> game one, was pretty bad. They got rebounded 57 to 31. And, yes, Orlando's one of the bigger teams in the league. We understand that with Wendell Carter and Paulo Bancaro and Wagner. And um, then they come off the bench with Jonathan Isaac. They have some big players. We understand that. But you cannot get out-rebounded by 26. 26. That's hard to do in one game. And, yes, everybody was missing shots. But Orlando actually shot 48% from the field, but yet still had 10 more offensive rebounds than the Rockets did, who shot 40% from the field. So that's something that absolutely can't happen. You can't get beat on the boards that bad, especially when you're having a bad shooting night. You have to make up for it in other ways, and the Rockets didn't do that. Um, you know, So that was a huge reason why the Rockets lost that game because when you're shooting as bad as the Rockets did last night, you have to be able to get those rebounds, at least be able to get some offense rebounds so you get some second chance points, something Orlando did, and they shot much better from the field, not from three-point range, because the Rockets actually shot better from three-point range than Orlando Magic did, but Orlando Magic just dominated inside. Uh, they were able to get, like I said, the 10 extra offensive rebounds. They were able to get to all the 50-50 balls some coach uh, <clears throat> M.A. mentioned last night. They were just they were just out-hustling the Rockets, and yes, you expect the home team on their first game to be you know, jacked up and a lot, and excited and the crowd to be excited, but you still, you can't go out there and get out-rebounded by 26 rebounds. If that happens, <laughs> if, that's, if that becomes a trend, then the Rockets are definitely going to be in trouble because something we've talked about, you know, over and over again during this offseason, seems like the last three years, is the Rockets are not going to be one of the better three-point shooting teams in the league. I mean, I think 
that's pretty safe to say. I'm normally not a person that makes exaggerated claims after one game of a season, not even after 10 games of a season. But one thing I do know, just looking at the roster construction, unless somebody just takes a huge step this forward this year, the one of the strengths for the Rockets is not going to necessarily be their outside shooting. It should be better than it has been the last couple of years, but they don't have a lot of high-quality three-point shooters. I mean, that's just being honest. Um, but when you don't have a lot of high-quality shooters, you have to do other things well. And rebounding was at least one thing they did last season. That's not something they did in this first game, and hopefully that's something they do in game two coming up on Friday versus San Antonio. Uh, the third thing is more of an overall thing, and it kind of ties into the rebounding. The Rockets just got out-hustled. <clears throat> they got out-hustled. They got out-worked. Coach M.A. said that he was surprised that the Rockets um, wilted under the physicality of Orlando Magic. Um, and I'm surprised, too, because when you bring in players like Dylan Brooks, bring in players like Fred Van Vliet, you're not expecting to get outworked. And the Rockets absolutely got outworked, um, basically from the first quarter all the way to the end of the game. So that's something else that the Rockets are going to have to, you know, as a team, collective team, we'll have to figure out is when you're struggling in other facets, you can't let the other team beat you to loose balls on the floor, beat you to offensive rebound, and beat you down the court. And Orlando, luckily, is not really a fast break team, so <clears throat> the Rockets actually have more fast break points than Orlando. But they pretty much outworked them in every other aspect of the game. They were a lot more intense. You could tell that on the court. And you could tell once they went on that 24-7 run in the third quarter, Rockets just kind of wilted after that. The game was over with. After they went on that run in the third quarter, I think most people knew that game was pretty much over with going into the fourth quarter. And that's something that you shouldn't see from a team as a team defeated after just three quarters of play. You should be able to push forward. You should be able to at least make it some type of run in the fourth quarter. We just never saw that last night. So the Rockets absolutely got out of work yesterday. And you cannot have that, especially when you're struggling from the field like the Rockets did last night. So like I said, those are the three reasons why I believe the Rockets lost last night. Well, Jabari Smith and Jalen Green just did not show up at all. I expected more from, especially from Jabari Smith, considering, you know, all the things that happened last season with not being drafted by Orlando and then he having a strong end to the last season, strong summer league, strong training camp, good enough preseason to where definitely expected more from Jabari Smith. And Jalen Green absolutely has to take the next step this year. Jalen Green and Jabari Smith are the keys for the Rockets to go from maybe winning five or ten more games to winning 15 or 20 more games than they did last season. Those two guys are the key because those two guys are your high draft picks. And Jalen Green, I know he, you could tell he was tired of talking about the whole year three leap thing, but it's a real thing. I mean, in year three, especially when you're a high draft pick, you have to take that next step. And and again, this game one, I'm not going to overreact. I'm not going to make overarching statements about the whole season after one game. But it is a fact. Jalen Green has to take that step this year for the Rockets to actually be a competitive team night in, night out. You know what you're going to get from Fred VanVleet. You're going to get solid play. Not spectacular, but you're going to get solid play. Dylan Brooks is going to give you the great defense. Alperen Shangoon is still kind of waiting to see on how they're going to use him going forward. Is he going to be a focal point offense, or he's going to kind of be not an afterthought, but not necessarily a guy that they're running the offense through. But Jalen Green has to take that next step, and he did not do that in game one. And also, like I said, with the second – Reason why they lost was because of the rebounding. That was just atrocious last night. You can't get out rebounded by 26, 57 to 31. And then, like I said, the final reason was just the overall intensity and hustle, something that you just hopefully you'll see in 
in the last game of the season. You know, we'll see how all that works out. Uh, like I said, they take on San Antonio on Friday, and then their home opener is actually going to be on Sunday against Golden State Warriors, which CP3 and Golden State just st- still seems like weird. <laughs> just seeing him in that uniform is still kind of a weird thing, but we'll see how all that plays out. And we will definitely be having another show come this weekend. But before we wrap up this show, uh, like I said, I want to uh, mention the winner of our contest. And let me make sure I got that get the name right. So, like I said, we had a contest where you have to guess the, the grand total for Forever Ampli and Jalen Green. And I don't think anybody thought <laughs> that it would be only 24 points. So, everybody went over on the total for those two. But the closest person that actually had the correct total um, was... Drum roll, please. Their total was 30 points, and that was by CPTO. And his Twitter handle is at RocketsFire. So, CPTO, congratulations. We will be getting with you later today to get your information so we get you that money out. Like I said, everybody else went over. We had a couple people that said 32, but most of them were. 40, 50, 60. I even saw some people say 70, 80 total. So, yeah, it was one of those nights last night where nothing that everybody was hoping for happened last night. And it was definitely not what we expected after watching the Rockets all offseason and hearing them talk and hearing the training game. But, again, it's only one game. Don't overreact. Like I sent out earlier today, in MA's first year with Boston, a team that was much further along with Jalen Green and Jake, and and, um, and Tatum, we're much for a long team. They started 25 and 25. It was rumblings about, well, can EMA do this? Can he can he actually make this work? And then they went on to go to the NBA Finals. No, I'm not expecting the Rockets to go to the NBA Finals. But my point is that sometimes it takes a little bit longer when you've got a brand new coaching staff, brand new players. It takes time. And this is the first time they own the court together. It's totally different than going from, from preseason and training camp where everything is great, everything's fine, to actually playing real games where teams are actually putting in their real scouting reports. They're actually putting in real time uh, uh, as they, they put in the work to go up against you. So it takes time to make these adjustments. So this is where AMA's going to make his money is adjustments. It's not about just one game. It's about what do you do to counter teams once they actually have film. I know it's not film anymore, but have film or tape on you anymore. Uh, film and tape on you. It's about whether you can make the adjustments and whether you can uh, counteract what they're doing to take away your strength. So we'll see that in uh, the next game against San Antonio. And like I said, Rockets fans, calm down. Just one game. We'll see how it plays out, and hopefully they come out with a much better effort. At the very least, they should have a much better effort. You don't know if the shooting's going to be there, but the effort should absolutely be there. And like I said, again, we appreciate everybody that comes out and supports the show uh, that checks out uh, us on YouTube, the audio version of this. Uh, Wherever you uh, consume our content, we appreciate that. We're over 600 subscribers in only a few months. We definitely appreciate all the support. We continue to bring you great content. Uh, Continue to bring you uh, post games when I'm out at the game, pregame, all that information. So we definitely appreciate the support. Make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't, because that continues to let us know that we're doing the right thing and we're on the right path. So like I said, we appreciate support and make sure you check out the next episode of Rockets Fuel Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.